This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. First up on reflections, we have the fact that Yota went big as Wolves won 4-3 against Leicester. That was quite an entertaining game to watch. And Yota played a big part with scoring a hat-trick. Then we have Sané and Sterling rewarded their managers who brought them in for the game against Huddersfield. With ten more than we both got more than ten points. I think Sane got a goal and an assist, and Sterling got a goal, and both of them got much bonus, many bonus points. Back to Yota, he's only five point nine. He may, he may be an option in the next few weeks. He's only five point nine, and he's, after after watching that game, the Wolves Leicester game, I saw that Yota was playing quite high up, and sometimes he was even playing a further ahead than Jimenez, which is quite unusual for a 5.9 midfielder. He just scored a hat-trick. I think many managers might be looking to get him in, but there's not much room in my squad for him at the moment. Then we have Salah, who went big. Now, I was at another football game, and then at half-time I saw that Liverpool actually losing to Palace 1-0. Then final score, Liverpool 4, Palace 3. Salah, the two goals... And all three bonus, and you, many managers will be pleased to know that popular Liverpool defenders Van Dyke and Robertson both recorded assists in that game. Finally, we have. I was about to ask for some stats from Fantasy Football Tools, and we'll, but I don't think we'll be able to do that as the um, Harry the Cat, who has just been has is absent for this episode. So unfortunately, he won't be able to give us any more stats. That's it for Reflections. I forgot that actually isn't it for Reflections. We have, me and Steve have to apologise because last week for, for our big one, Matthew, I predicted Lucas Moore to go big against Fulham. But little did I know that he was injured and I don't think he was in the squad. So that wasn't a very good prediction for me. And the other prediction from Dad, his Harry the Cat mystic prediction was Cardiff to beat Newcastle. And that didn't go very well since Newcastle beat Cardiff 3-0. Manager of the Week This week's Manager of the Week is a familiar face. And once again, it is Steve with 83 points. I think you've won the Manager of the Week award quite a few times now, Steve, since we started this podcast and 83 points this week is pretty good. He got most of his points from um, Salah, captain, who many managers did. But but um, the rest of his points come from Sterling and Sané. And Sterling and Sané, he took a gamble, and I think he brought both of them players in for the game against Huddersfield, and it paid off. Sterling getting 10 and Sané getting 12. He also had Pogba and Rashford, who lots of managers also have, who both scored goals. He has Jimenez, who got an assist in the 4-3 win. And Hazard, who got a big two-pointer. And he also had Van Dijk, who, as I mentioned earlier, got an assist. 
That's right, uh, Sam, and yes, uh, pleasing. Thank you for presenting the Manager of the Week trophy to me. That um, will go alongside the other few I've won, as you mentioned, this season. So I might need a new trophy cabinet, unlike Spurs. But a shout-out to the other managers who uh, who did pretty well this week. <laughs> Mr Loz Newbold uh, has continued some Good recent form to get second place with 77. Ollie Doward uh, is now only 117 off the lead with 76 points this game week. Sam Owen, our leader, a little bit disappointing with his three transfers to only get 75. Gillian Smith, 74. Tom Kershaw, 71. And Alex Perry and a new name, Mr. Tiago, with 71 also appearing in the leaderboard this week. Well done to them. League table. Now for the league table, in first place is still Sam Owen. who got 75 points after making three transfers. Not a bad effort there, but in second is still Alex Perry, sick voice, 71. He is... Just 27 off the lead, Sam. Uh, interesting thing about Mr Sam Owen is that he's obviously... Banking some money. He's got five million in the bank. So that was obviously from the Kane sale. So let's see what he does with that. This game week, Tom Kershaw hanging on in third with a team value of 103.9. Uh, he's now 61 off the lead. But who's this going up two places? It's. It's your very own team, football specials with the big 83 points. And you are on 1,341, not far behind third place, Tom Kershaw. Danny Morgan beginning to drop off as we feared he might. He's now in fifth with 1,336. And then Evan Weeks, uh, really a surprise package this season, now with 1,314. Let's continue to Mark Burrows, 1,292. Ollie Doward, 1,291. And of course, your side, Sam, in ninth place, but this is so congested now. Just four points separating those three places, and you're just 120 off the lead. Talking points. My first talking point I have here was, was news which came in recently that Everton and Man City will both play twice on game week 25. And that news, certainly, Sam, as you say, breaking in as we go on air today. Um, and the game's on the Wednesday, I think the 6th, is it, the, of February. And apparently, and I, I'm just quoting social media here, Sam, this is the shortest turnaround in the announcement of a fixture in Premier League history for nine years. Would you believe that, Sam? Yes, Remarkable fact there. Man City were playing Arsenal and Everton, as Everton play Wolves and Man City. So I think you've got to load up on City. Is the message for the managers. Talking point number two is some injury and... Well, not, not injury, I apologise. Some team news and pricing news. Higuain, who's joined Chelsea, is priced at 95 I think that's quite good value, to be honest, but I'd be hesitant to get Higuain in immediately. I'd see how he does in the next against Bournemouth. Also, we have Son, who is back from the Asian Cup after South Korea were knocked out by Qatar, I believe. 
in the final bit, the final second, final part for the second talking point is Mendy will be back. Mendy is back, and he probably will play Man City's next few games. I imagine. I hear some people on the fancy football Reddit say that Leroy Sane's position is in a bit of danger because um, when Mendy plays, Sane doesn't often play as much on the wing. But I personally don't really see Pep dropping Sane, because Sane is in good form. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does start the next few games. And the final talking point for this week is, I've not actually, I'm not actually seen much of the stats, but what I've got written down here is more stats from Fantasy Football Tools. Steve, take it away. It's actually Premier Fantasy Tools, uh... Sam, we're, we're referring to here. And it does give us some little nuggets because obviously we've got 48 hours. Uh, we're putting this pod out slightly early um, ahead of the game week deadline, which is Tuesday evening. But already some managers have been busy in the transfer tent. Thomas D has already made three transfers. Mark B has made two. Jack has even stepped in with two. And Graham Matthews has had two transfers. Let's also consider 18 of the managers, Captain Salah, last week. But thanks to this uh, website, we can also say that five managers have already busted their second world card. They're Cameron, Darren, Patrick, Thomas and Mr Tom Kershaw. So that third place that Mr Tom Kershaw currently holding on to, not looking too sustainable. Three managers have also got rid of their free hit. Including you, Mr. Tom Kershaw. Again, Philip and Thomas, you played it as early as game week four. The treble captain. Two managers have already used this. Al Bowley, you remember, played it surprisingly last week. It didn't work out for him. And Thomas, he played it in game week 13. And finally, for the stat attack this week, two managers, and this is the real shocker, have already bench boosted. Cameron Taylor did it as early as game week two. But our Australian friend, Mr Evan Weeks, he went bench boost game week 20. And it did pay off to him. So we focus. Did we declare him manager of the week? So quite useful information there. Interesting final fact for you, Sam. Nobody in our league owned Yotta or Jota or whatever you want to call him. So that hat-trick went completely unrewarded. As I could also reveal, no manager owned Shah, the Newcastle defender, who picked up an astonishing 21 points. Game Week Preview The first, ga- the first game of Game Week 24... Keep in mind that the games this game week will be on Tuesday and Wednesday. That may catch some managers out. But um, there's many 7.45 games. One I've got here is Arsenal-Cardiff. How do you see that going, Steve? Wimford got Arsenal. Hopefully Etheridge will save a penalty. He's still in goal for me. Fulham-Brighton. Well... This is my other keeper, but I believe um, you tell me that Ryan is back from the Mickey Mouse tournament and so will probably take over from Button in goal. 
Uh, Fulham, they didn't look too bad against Tottenham, did they? And then Brighton are better. Uh, Brighton aren't as good as Spurs, so let's say a Fulham win. Huddersfield, Everton, but we will have more on that in my mystic prediction. Wolves versus West Ham. Well, West Ham lost last night to uh, uh, AFC Wimbledon and Wolves were struggled to beat. They didn't beat, did they? They came from two down at Shrewsbury. So they both got cup replays. Um, probably put more of the first team up and both teams. Very difficult to predict. Will be interesting, as you said earlier, Sam, what Yotta does in that game. Because I feel a few managers may have already brought him in. Man United, Burnley. More of the same, I suspect, here. Nine out of nine for Oli Gunner, and hopefully the Pog revival continues. Newcastle, Man City. I see City winning this pretty comfortably. We said two or three weeks ago, didn't we, that we thought City were starting where they were on fire with all these goals. I think that will continue. Interesting if Mendy is back. Now for the Wednesday games. First one is Bournemouth versus Chelsea. This is widely expected to be Iguain's Premier Premier League debut. Uh, Bournemouth are on a poor run. They did win. Did they win last time? I think they might have done. But good generally in the first half and then they tail off. I see Chelsea winning that one. Southampton Palace. Southampton, there's no doubt that the new manager has uh, had a great effect. Palace, usually not too bad away from home defensively. And scored three, didn't they, at Anfield. I'd see the goals there. There could be goals. Liverpool versus Leicester. Continue Liverpool march towards the title, I think, just because they don't have the distractions, really, that of... Uh, City and they're also the team on top he can always play his best side. I see a Liverpool win Spurs versus Watford Spurs, Watford and probably Son may be back for this Can I just add, I don't want to contradict you there but it wouldn't surprise me if Son doesn't play this game I think Pochettino thinks it's probably time for a rest for Son he has played the Asian Cup and the last few games before the Asian Cup, four Spurs. Would surprise me to, to see him on the bench or not even in the squad, to be honest. I mean, it may mean I'll have to make a late change for the big one, Matthew. Who's doing the big one, Matthew, this week? Big one, Matthew, this week is your turn. Oh, well, I but was more on that some. later. More That's... on that later on the pod. There now follows a special message for our Australian friend, Mr Evan Weeks. A couple of messages, in fact, this week. Number one, just to recap on what Samo said, that the game week is early this week. I think it's uh, 7 o'clock or 6.45 Tuesday. Uh, so you may be clocking off from the shift then. So, And secondly, uh, you may have seen uh, England's uh, collapse in the West Indies in the cricket. And as an Australian, you may have got your hopes up for the Ashes. But just to set expectations, England... I'm still going to win the Ashes. Big one, Matthew. 
It is my turn for Big One Matthew this week and the player in a late switch. I was going to pick Son, but it's Edin Hazard who will be away at Bournemouth. And if that game in the Cup is anything to go by, I suspect that the arrival of Higuain will give Hazard a bit more space back to his natural position. And we're beginning to see, again, some points firing for the young Belgian maestro. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. My Mystic Prediction this week is Huddersfield to either draw or win at Everton. I can't safely say that they'll beat Everton because I think Everton do have a lot of quality in their side. But Everton have lost to Millwall and Southampton recently. And I can't really bring up some great stats from Huddersfield's record, but... I just have a feeling that Huddersfield will get something out of this game. And if they do, I think the pressure will pile on on Everton boss Marco Silva. My team, your team. So far, I have only made one change, which is quite reactionary. I'm not looking back on it. I'm not 100% sure it, it will pay off. But it is Sané for Richarlison. And I'm a bit worried because I have got rid of Richarlison before he plays Huddersfield. But I think Sade is among the goals recently. I think he will do well. I just hope that he isn't benched. But he's on good enough form that I don't really think he will. And I think Huddersfield might make things difficult for Everton. So that's why I brought Sané in as I couldn't afford Sterling. Don't rule out another late change. It may involve Alonso as I fear that he may lose out on his starting spot to possibly Emerson. Sam, obviously you're in a bit of turmoil with your changes, but uh, for me, pretty simple, surprising one, managers may say. But uh, Lewis Dunk, I like him, but uh, he has left, and I brought in the value option just to free up a bit of money. And Bed Narek, the Southampton central defender, has come in for me to leave me 0.8 in the bank with a double game week ahead. Could be useful. Uh, There is probably not going to be any other changes. Uh, I am looking at Yotta. I've got an eye on how Hazard uh, does because he is is very expensive and no real return the last few game weeks. So Yotta certainly considering and I'm also monitoring Son. So Full disclosure, I've got a problem with camera. Apparently he's fallen out and uh, there's police interests, etc. He's not going to play for Fulham again, but he never plays for me anyway. He's the 15th man, so uh, for the moment he stays. But those are the areas of the special squad, because I know a few managers like to know how I'm thinking, but that is where the situation lies at the moment. Once again, my golden gamble this week isn't really a gamble. It's the safe option, Salah. If Salah wasn't in this game, I probably would go for Hazard. But I think it's quite risky not to captain Salah, as he is quite a consistent performer. And I think he will once again get some points against Leicester. But it'll be interesting to see how Hazard does this week. Salah's my captain choice. Same for me, Sam. Salah, captain, 18 managers agreed with us last week. And I suspect it will be 18, possibly more captioning the Egyptian king again this game week. The fourth official indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. 
Thanks everybody for joining us this week, listening to our podcast. I think it's really beginning to heat up a little bit, as I think loads of managers will have to think about the double game weeks and blank game week coming up ahead. But I've been your host slash co-host, Sam. And I know, Sam, you've got to get off now to a very, very important online uh, tournament. So uh, thanks for spending the time and trouble today. And uh, if you do need to get in touch, because I know a couple of the managers are struggling, you know our email and tweet, and you can get us at Digital Luton on Twitter. Feedback whenever you need to, and we'll speak to you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.